Hey guys, welcome back to The Encounter. Uh, today we have Deb, like once again with me. Today we have Kat and Matt today. And today we're gonna uh, start our new, um, how do you say this? I always forget this word. Series. Uh, series, and we're gonna talk about, uh, you know, gossiping. Uh, I think it's such a like hot topic in, the, in, in today's youth because uh, I feel like everybody does it, not even just in church, but in school, in life. Um, and I think we should uh, be able to uh, understand what to do and how to uh, handle it when it does come to our life. And I wanted to start with the Bible verse, which is in Proverbs 17:4. It says, an evildoer listens closely to wicked lips and a liar pays attention to a destructive and malicious tongue. As you guys know, um, we have, God gives us these, these things. I think uh, uh, our apostle has called them, and you know, our people that are in front of us has called them windows to our soul, and windows to, to what we do and what we think. And for example, there are eyes, there are ears, our mouth, our nose, our hands, our feet. Those are all windows um, that we have to uh, learn how to, how to, how do I say this, how to uh, handle them, how to administrate them. And one of, the, one of these doors that we have to understand what we do is, uh, is our ears. Uh, because if you guys notice, you, our ears are are found uh, very useful, of course, right? Because it, it makes you uh, it makes you uh, listen and hear and learn things. And if you listen, if you use your hear your ears to listen to good things, if you listen, if you use your ears to learn new things, word, the Bible, uh, good news, it, it, it edifies your soul. But also, we can uh, bring into our into our repertoire. Let's just say into our into our basket of of. Uh, of doings or habits to listen to wicked lips and honestly i don't want you guys to think about wicked lips about uh, just uh you know people that say bad words but people that talk bad about people so <clears throat> the people that speak bad about people or brothers or sisters or even people that are uh, in front of us or leaders or anything that is like that are doing something right they're doing something against the body and the bible says that he who sins against his own body sins against himself and and um what I was going to tell you guys is that people that listen, that lend their ear to what they have to say, whether it be true, false, private, it's none of our business to lend our ears to any of other people's problems. Um, it also comes with the uh, keep your mouth shut with your problems as well, right? I think it should be very important that we don't go out and tell all our problems to everybody, but there should be specific people that you go up to so they can help you and they can carry the burden with you so your burden doesn't uh, seem too heavy or is too heavy for you. So I want I want you guys to understand in this verse in Proverbs 17, for, for, I want you guys to uh, see who listens closely to wicked lips and it's an evil doer. So if you guys understand, how we are inside is what we call upon, right? Uh, there's also this thing in doctrine that says spirits attract, the receptors attract. Therefore, if you are somebody that gossips and you find yourself in a, in a you know, in a, in a bag, not in a bag, in a, in a table full of gossip, uh, I think you have to understand that. Uh, um, so what we have to understand is that if you are somebody that listens to wicked lips, then you're, you, you yourself are evil or doer. You like to hear this. So if you find yourself around, if you find yourself sitting around the uh, a table full of gossipers, then you must understand not to look about, you know, you know, oh, why is this person gossiping? But tell yourself, why are you sitting there? Why are you doing there? Because that's the, that's the real question for this. Not why people talk about people, but why are you there lending your ear about these people? Go ahead. Uh, I think it's so interesting that you're saying that. Like, right, why are you even sitting there? But we could, uh, people would argue, right? Like, Jesus sat at the table with sinners. Mm -hmm. But he never 
went to what they were doing. He would always tell them, now you guys do what I'm doing, right? Exactly. And I think it's important that we understand that if we cannot handle it, we should not be sitting at these tables. That's why not everybody is fit to hear these... Um, problems. Yes, problems. And Galatians 6.1 says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. But keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. So, hey, if you're going to be in trouble, if you're going to feel like you're going to be tempted, hey, no, 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 keep yourself out of there. And now what? Whoever can restore him in a spirit of gentleness, then yes, go for it. Do it. But yeah, I think that's what's interesting, right? Like if you can handle sitting at a table with all these people saying these things and you have the maturity to say like, hey, guys, now this is not what we're going to do. Right. We're going to redirect then yes. We're and gonna redirect not, our energy up. to something Seriously. better. Yes, Kat, you know what I was gonna say? Literally what you were just talking about um, reminds me of what we spoke about yesterday in Doctrine because you know, like these settings with like so many people um, at a table who talk about other people or other scenarios or situations, like, come on, sometimes we can kind of say ourselves like, wow, it's super interesting to like hear and be like, wow, this is what happened. This is this is what is going on. Sometimes it's very like interesting for us to sit at these places. But we also have to remember that we are surrounded with like um, brothers and sisters who are spiritually, you know, upright and have like this firm foundation with the Lord and have a, like a strong relationship. But then we have other brothers and sisters who are just coming to church, who are just beginning their <laughs> faith um, with Christ so this is all new to them right and then whenever they come and sit at this table and all they hear is oh this happened this happened this happened it makes them want to wonder like oh how did that happen how did this happen and we always have to remember that the first thing that we always learn is that faith comes through hearing so if we know that if we read our, our bible and we hear like preachings we're going to you know implement our faith to grow and grow and grow time and time again but if we are like those people who just gather around and we can either be a the person that wants to hear more cheese or or i said b a be the person who hears cheese or b uh be the person who um tells the cheese you have to be very careful with the people who have a little bit of faith and you know you can make them stumble and think like oh this is how it is all the time when in reality it isn't so if we're trying to <clears throat> be in like those in those scenarios with people i think it's so important to be like the person that um, makes their faith grow and rather rather drag them down with their faith and be like okay this is not what we should be doing at our church this is what we shouldn't be doing um because it can make our faith become weary become smaller rather than you know um pushing it up and yeah making your brother or sister stumble I was going to say that I, I, I like that Kathy just said faith comes through hearing. Right. And the, the other part of the verse is and hearing the word of God. Mm. Right. So if faith comes through hearing the word of God, what comes through hearing gossip? Death, unbelief, the opposite of faith. Right. Sickness. Spiritual yeah. Sickness. Yeah. So literally what we listen to, <clears throat> what we give our a year to is what's going to happen to our life. Yeah. You know, also, I was going to tell you guys that, honestly, what you guys said is so... Uh, Matthew, I don't know if you have something to say, but if you do, please uh, raise your hand through the Zoom thing. Um, I was going to tell you guys that it's so important that we watch what we listen to because, you know, whatever we listen to, it's it's like... I don't know if you guys know this, but for example, uh, people that are in reality pastors, like uh, 
I don't want to say in reality because like pastors of sheep, like people that actually live in the in and oh. like take care of sheep, like, like real life pastors, yeah, yeah real sheep. life pastors of sheep, sheep, like, like real animal animals, sheep, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's 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 crazy because you know sheep, it, they're they're so important. But I'm gonna tell you guys why. For example, I would I would always wonder out in the field, there's snakes and there's poisonous snakes, right? And I was wondering, these pastors don't care about their snakes. You know what I mean? Because there's always a snake in the ground, right? Yeah. And it's crazy that when when uh, when sheep get bitten by snakes, what the pastor does is nothing. What it does is waits because the what's it called? The sheep itself has the the bacteria to fight against the venom of the snake, mm-hmm. and that's where we get uh, the antidotes for the for venom. So, 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 like, so listen, it's not the pastor's job. It's not the leader's job to make you unsick, but it's your foundation's job to make you unsick. Like, it's not like the sheep goes, okay, time to get unsick. No, no, it's just, oh, you hear something incorrect? You yourself alone have Christ, which can never you dirty. You have the tools. Exactly. You, like, you can never dirty Jesus Christ, but Jesus Christ makes everything it touches clean. Therefore, uh, that's what I want you guys to understand. Like, oh, Danny, but I listen to it all the time. Yes, but you should have the tools to, to be like, okay, I'm going to get unsick. I'm gonna, I don't know how to say unsick. I'm going to get well healthy. on my own. I'm going to get healthy on my own. I'm not going to let this bring me down. The people that let him bring you down is the people that don't have this antidote. And the antidote is Jesus Christ. Go ahead. So maybe we could say like the person who can fight against this is the one who's a real sheep. Exactly. I love that she said foundation. Yeah. Because if you found if you just if you don't have a foundation, the first thing, for example, if you don't have a foundation, uh, for example, Apostle Paul says that all in all his epistles, let your foundation be not Paul, not Peter, not Matthew, but let it be Jesus Christ. Why? Because I might fall, you might stumble, you might not like things that I do, but if your foundation is on Jesus Christ, what could it be if he's perfect? You know what I'm saying? That's just important for you to understand that. Maybe, yeah, you could you could say, oh, you know, that would I wear too much makeup. Who cares? It's not about her. It's about Jesus. But Matthew, you have something to say. Oh, well, I didn't, but <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you the rest. But um, yeah, I just wanted to also say, because you guys were talking about, like, um, if you're, like, at a table full of gospelers, I know this is, like, a long time ago, but <laughs> uh, if you guys are at a table full of gospelers, like, why are you also there? Because I also wanted to add that, um, when you are at a, like a table, like when you hear gossip and you don't just like, you like really like, like listen to the gossip that people are saying instead of like not listening to it. Right. It becomes easier for us to also like spread it to other people just because it's, it's always nice to like know information about like other people and like know people's <laughs> secrets. It's always like, uh, people would think it's like very fun. Right. And I just wanted to use this verse, which is in Proverbs 20, um, Sorry, Proverbs 20, 26 through 18. It says, like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death is a man who deceives his neighbor and says, I am only joking. For a lack of wood, fire goes out, and where there is no whisper, quarreling ceases. And the next verse says, as charcoal to hot embers and wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome man for kindling strife. So, sorry, it says for kindling strife. Um, and so when you start to listen to gossip, it's kind of like you're becoming kindling to that fire that you're kind of trying to like spread. And then like, we all know like fires like especially in california they spread like super, fast. <laughs> super quickly and they get out of control super quickly and it's the same way with gossip so if we become kind of kindling to that fire it's going to spread even quicker than we could imagine it's going to become and it's so it's going to um, cause fighting it's going to cause quarrels it's going to cause arguments between people and all that's going to cause is going to be division within the body 
And like Danny said earlier, like if you sin against the body, you're basically sinning against yourself. So when we gossip, we're causing so much division because we're spreading it across the entire body. Yeah. And what you said, what you said is beautiful, right? Because it all starts, it all starts with one person, right? Like for example, a fire. Uh, remember that fire that was in LA where this uh, dumpster guy that picks up uh, trash, there's like a chemical reaction. And there's a huge fire, right? And what inside his dumpster. And what he decided to do, this is what his decision was, was I'm going to dump it uh, outside, outside, uh, outside the freeway, like in a little bush thing, right? So he decides to dump it. Then the bush catches on fire. And then as you guys know, the whole Hollywood mountains got on fire. And, and he, he, got, he was in prison for it, for arson. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because if it's in a metal box, okay, dude, let the thing explode. But don't you know? Okay, whatever. It's, it's like a, a, like so many acres, right? But but the question, the thing is that that's exactly what happens, right? When you hear something that it's so hot, the first thing you should do instead of telling everybody is contain it. Because if you don't contain it and say it to somebody else that should be should be listening to this, that's then right. what happens is it starts spreading and starts spreading and starts spreading. And then not only you are on fire, but now the whole church. And this is why I love Paul because he he says this. He says on on Second Corinthians twelve twenty he says. I do this because I am afraid that when I come to you, you will not, you you will not be what I want you to be. So listen, there's an expectation to when Christ returns. He wants us to be somebody, and then it says, "And I am afraid that I will not be what you want me to be." Then we start fixing in our mind that Jesus is somebody, that He really is not it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for example, in that Matthew 25, where it says that uh, the 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 servant. He tells him, "Why didn't you? Why didn't you plant my what I gave you? Why, my, what I gave you? Why didn't you put it in the bank so I at least can receive it, receive something out of it?" And he says, "God, I, I heard you were a rough man. Who who told you this? Who told you that the master is a rough man?" And he says, "You pick up you pick up crop even where you don't um, where you don't uh, sow it, where you don't uh, where you don't plant it." So he says, "So he knew he was great, but he knew he was bad. Jesus is not this person." And then when when Paul continues, he says. Uh, as he says, he says, I will not be what you want me to be. And he says, I am afraid that I will find you. Listen to what it, everything causes. I will find you arguing, jealousy, anger, selfish fighting, evil talk. This is the one that we're talking about. Gossip, pride, and confusion there. That sounds like a wildfire. That started with something little bit, and it ended up to being like a whole church fight. And you're just like, how did I get here? One person decided to dump it on the side of the road, and that bush got on fire and on fire, then mountains were on fire, and now what we're trying to do is what? Control, if you guys notice, when you stop a, oh my God, I'm speaking so much, but when you guys, when you guys wanna stop a fire, they don't dump water on the fire. Do you know what they do? They dump water around the fire because all they can do now is contain it so it doesn't I, spread to the other side. I want to add one quick little thing. Yeah. <laughs> I want to add um, a verse that I feel like goes very well with this, which is um, James 3, um, 3, 7, 8. It says, For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been, ta and has been tamed by mankind. My, mankind. <laughs> but no human being can tame the tongue. If, it, if it's a restless evil, full of deadly, deadly poison. So I feel like we should not listen to gossip and be like, oh, like I'm just going to hear it, but I'm not going to tell anybody else. Mm. Like, then it won't do any then it won't do any damage like i feel like people might think that and even when like a friend is trying to tell you something like very like very like serious <laughs> like for example like some friends try to like minister themselves with like other friends and you you just want to hear and you're like okay but i won't tell anybody like, can you keep a secret i'm like oh yeah 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 like go ahead tell me <laughs> but <laughs> nobody is capable enough to tame their own tongue if not with god right All right 
that God is the only one who can help us overcome that. So if we're trying to like listen to gossip and thinking we can control ourselves and be like, okay, we're not going to tell anybody. But then our, we're with our friend and there's like a moment of silence and you're like, oh, wait, actually, did you hear about that one person? Or like, mm-hmm. guess what? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be very difficult to try to contain yourself. Um, so it's better not to tempt yourself with like trying to listen to other people and being like, oh, maybe I can not tell anybody. Go ahead, Kat. Um, literally what you were just saying, um, it kind of correlates and makes us like realize like as a church, as one, one body of Christ, like our, our job is to like, listen to the instructions, you know, that the Bible tells us. And it's beautiful because God really like knows how to give us, give us like examples that we can like correlate to. And I find one in first, um, Timothy 513 and 14 and says now at the same time, they also learn to be idle as they go from house to house and not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies, which is meddlers and things that do not concern them talking about things they should not mention. So I want younger widows to get married, have children, manage their households and not give opponents of the faith any occasion for slander. So if we're looking at the word idle it means to be lazy and doesn't want to do like Mm. the labor that is given to them so in this case a young wife that would you know of course have to take care of their home edify their home take care of the children take care of the husband that is what the these uh this like young women would have to do right but it's it's saying like these women would focus so much on going from house to house and telling them like yo this is the good news of not the good news sorry like this is the news of the week the news of the day um and this is what everybody needs to know that is where like as a body of christ we come and and say okay i get to either listen to this or i I refuse not to because remember, as Danny was saying, our ear is a door. So if we contaminate our ear or if we contaminate um, what we use to listen, it's going to take us away from listening to the voice of God, listening what God wants for us to understand. And it kind of and, and it just seems to contaminate us time and time again, because if you think about it, whenever we hear something, we sort of like uh, form an opinion of something or of someone without even getting to know the person or what the situation has been. Mm-hmm. So many of the times we hear like something and they're like, oh, they're so right. Like, this is how that person is or, oh, they're so right. This is what happened in that situation. When in fact, it was probably not even what happened, you know, but because our ear is so um I don't want to say our ear, but us as human beings, we're so weak and very like gullible in everything that we hear, we're going to believe it. And instead of us being like, like trying to be like these women and understanding like, okay, this is what I need to do in the house of the Lord, which is to edify it, take care of everybody that's in there, protect them from the secrets of them that is going around around and stuff like that that is what we should be protecting them from that if we hear something okay keep it to ourselves or you go to see it quickly you know because the more you hear this it's not only going to affect the person that they're speaking about or the situation they're speaking about but it's going to affect you and it you know it takes us to us being um with like these bad habits and going out to other people and giving it to out to to others and that's gonna slowly separate us into you know being in unity with the body of christ which is something that we don't want to get to at some point sorry can i add something um i just want to also give another verse um, which is Ephesians 4.29. It says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. 
So I just wanted to add this because um, I agree with Kathy. Sometimes like we are super global and we like want to talk bad about other people. And I feel like one of the reasons also is because um, sometimes it kind of, I don't know if this is true for everybody, but I feel like this is true for most people that sometimes when we talk bad about others, it may, it kind of makes us feel good more about ourselves. And when we hear about other people, like the bad things and they're just like, oh, dang, like their life is a mess. Like that's why gossip is like so like juicy to everybody, right? Like 90% of the news right now is hardly even news. It's like, oh, Kim Kardashian broke up or had a baby with them, right? And it's just like, oh my gosh, their life is a mess, right? <laughs> and it makes us like feel better kind of about ourselves. Cause you're like, cause you're like, dang, like their life is a mess. Uh, but like my life is not as bad as that at least, mm -hmm. right? And so I feel like instead of trying to do that and like we do it with our own brothers, which is even worse. But um, instead of doing that, we should instead like stop people and just be like, OK, like, why am I talking and like try to think, why am I talking bad about this person? Why am I listening to like, why do I care about how bad their life is? Right. Instead of worry about your own life and instead try to build up other people and try to stop people who are trying to gossip and be like, OK, that, let's not talk bad about them because they're people who are, we're trying to help and people who are probably in the same situation as us or we're probably even in a worse situation right but sometimes we like to listen to it because it's just kind of like makes us feel better about ourselves and it makes it kind of like lifts ourselves like our ego up a little bit i feel like sometimes do you, do you mind if i say something because i mean yeah, I, was ahead, say, okay. I was gonna tell you guys that if you see this verse that you gave in ephesians 4 29 if you notice it says do not let it says it's talking about the mouth right it's talking about you know <clears throat> like be careful what comes out of your mouth but i love the last sentence because you know for example when my when my mom used to tell us don't touch the stove right don't touch why why was it like it was not because of the stove right it's not because the stove is going to get messed up right why was it our hands. because our hands don't don't get hurt so notice what it says it says don't let anything bad come out of your mouth for what so the people that hear you will be a blessing when you speak mm -hmm. so it's not because like it's not because uh god cares more like oh my god you're so important make sure you don't speak anything but make sure that when people hear you you are a blessing to them instead of what's the opposite of a blessing instead of a curse and if you guys notice like when people when people only talk bad about people almost people start thinking like man how does this guy talk about me like honestly, well, that's 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 the first thing I I think about, you know, like like oh, if this guy's talking about like this, a guy that knows for twenty five years, imagine what he talks about, but he doesn't know. And, and it's important that we understand that because what people receive, what we receive from other people, is what we listen to. Uh, you know, we can um, we can only hear and we cannot see their heart. So I was gonna tell you guys that this is so important that this verse is read right. It says, "Do not let anything bad come out of your mouth." For why? Well, for what? Why? Why is it so important? Because the people that hear you need to be blessed and not cursed. Uh, I, I love that you said this right now because you know what? The, even the world has its, say, its saying. Uh, what Susie says about Sally says more about Susie than it does about Sally. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> what we say about others is more than that. But I, I was uh, the thing that Matthew said really like uh, hit me because he said, and we're even worse because we talk about our own brothers. And like you were saying in the beginning, when we talk about our own brothers, we are harming our own selves. It's like if you get mad at your hand and stab it. That makes no sense. Yeah. It's not logical. It makes absolutely nothing. You can't. That's that's nonsense. And that is what we do when we listen in about others. Um, I wanted to read you guys First Thessalonians 4, 9. Now concerning brotherly love, you have no need for anyone to write to you. For you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another. Mm -hmm. For that indeed is what you are doing to all the brothers throughout Macedonia. But we urge you, brothers, to do this more and more. 
and to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands AKA as mind we your business. instructed you. Yes, so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. And again, what you were saying. So it tells you to do all of this for what? For those who are watching you. Because we have to remember that we are ambassadors of Christ. Mm. What we represent is Christ. So we can't just um, act like Daniel and Deb and forget Christ is, is part of us. No, everything that we do must be like Christ. And the important part here that he's telling them that why they don't talk about each other, why they mind their own business is because they have love. That is like the big thing that we all need to have. Because if someone were to talk bad about my brother in front of me. Yeah, nobody would like it. Yeah, I would say, excuse me? You tripping. Like, of course, like there's moments I manage it. I'm like, yeah, Danny's so annoying. He's right. so, but it's not like, oh, you know, Danny like stole three banks. And, you know, like nonsense like that. I would be like, what the heck? That's not true. No, absolutely yeah. not. But now if it's someone that I like less, I'd be like, oh, no way. Yeah, but it's because our soul is weak and we have to tell our spirit, hey, talk to my soul. This is not okay. No. Leave. Get up. Fight against it. Re redirect. So yeah, I just want to share that. And you know, you know what's crazy about this that you, that you, were, you were saying? Is that doesn't God ask us ask us to be uh, ask us to do that exact love? Like love your brother as you love yourself. So what's the first thing you think about when somebody speaks bad about you? You like, there's like a little fire in your belly, right? You're like, but what did I do? Like, how can they? And then when why? we, yeah, when they listen, to, when we listen to other people, oh, really? It's yeah. not why, but really. We're so selfish. Yeah, and, we're, and that's what it is. You know, I was, I was, I was on, I was on Instagram. I don't know if I was like, we're trying to go to sleep yesterday. I got on Instagram and there was this guy that was preaching. And honestly, I love this, this example. And he tells the guitarist to come back, to come out. He goes, hey, can you come on and quit playing guitar? He's like, yeah. So he gets on the guitar and he's like, look, what's the most important thing of the guitar? And he was like, the head, right? Like the head of the of the guitar is the more important because it's what tunes it, what gives it the sound, right? And it says, and what's the second most important? The body, the body of the guitar. And it says, and what connects wow. everything together and without it, there's nothing. Each string, right? So it says, without the strings, nothing works together and without the body it doesn't work right and the head still continues to work but there's no sound so it says if anything is un uh, how does how do i say this if anything's untuned if there's one string that breaks in the middle of it what happens it's off thing. yeah it's off any remember when it happened uh, to genesis when she was playing the bass oh yeah it, what is the first what is the first thing that that you say what do we do we can't play oh she ended up playing and everything but i was i was thinking i was like look look how important it is if you have if you let one the strings fall or you see that it falls and instead of you helping them you're you're actually you know pulling the string even lower what then are we really a family of god are we really? And you know what's you know you know what's uh, the worst part that there's a verse in the Bible. I have it, but I'm preaching about this uh, this week. But it says that that everything that we do of good of good deeds is as as if we were getting ready for the coming life. So listen, if we are selfish in this life, do you think God is going to accept us in the next one? If, it, if the next one is all about sharing, all about being a family, all about being love and loving. So imagine if we can't even do it here. Do you think God's going to be like, oh, you're going to do it this next time? Hopefully God is merciful to us, you know, and he lets us do this. But I always think about to myself, I'm like, wait, hold on. In my coming life, I'm going to have to live with my brothers and sisters. Am I going to love them? Because I'm, I'm guessing there's still like some type of freedom. He's not going to keep us in China and be like, love your brothers. You're going to be like, okay, God, right? Yeah. We have to choose. 
So um, I don't know if you guys have anything to say. I do. I want to add in Titus 3.10, it says, As for a person who stirs up division, after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him. Knowing that such a person is warped and sinful, he is self-condemned. And I think this is incredible because it's kind of what Matthew's saying, right? Like, there's only, you know, your brother says something and you go and you tell him, like, dude, you shouldn't talk like that. Mm. Even if that person did do that, don't say that. It's not appropriate. Be quiet. Don't do that. And then you tell him again and again and again and they're continuous. Then we remember what 1 Corinthians 15 33 says, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals, right? So there is like a a process. There is an amount of times that you can tell a person, quit it, quit it, quit it. But if you keep being there, if you remain there, eventually your morals will be corrupted. If you cannot change them, what you need is to get more help, bigger help. And if they can't help them, what they need to do is get bigger help and continuous. And if that person cannot be helped, then like it says here, they're self-condemned. And the only one that can change them is the Lord, right? So I think it's our responsibility to tell them once, tell them twice. And then after that, what we have to do is be, be um, set, us, set ourselves apart. Kathy? That's beautiful. Um, this, is, this takes us to like understand that we have to be the people. If we don't are not surrounded by no-sayers, then we should run and seek for help. Because if we are surrounded by yes-sayers, like, yes, listen to this. Yes. Oh, my God, this is what happened. Oh, my goodness, this and that. Then we need to check ourselves, too. Because if we're just surrounded by yes-sayers, we're obviously going to continue to not live in love. And if we're the people, it's very uncomfortable to be the person that says, no, no. don't do that people don't like it you know you feel like there's like now tension between you and your friends because you know you're like the party pooper of not of the group you know because you don't want to speak about or you don't want to hear about these things but literally proverbs 17 9 says he who covers and forgives an offense seeks love but he who repeats or gossips about a matter separates intimate friends and that's that's incredible because right to have love is to have intimate friends and this doesn't mean that you can't have any intimate friends um if you do not gossip because that is incorrect like you can obviously have intimate friends without that Mm, if you mind that you're still going to continue to have these intimate friends and the bible also says that if you like incline or like meddle into a situation that is not yours it's like you grabbing a dog by its ears Mm. and you know if you physically go and get a dog's ears the dog's gonna like move and bark and bite you yeah that's how the situation's gonna be in that sense the gossip's gonna bite you and then you're like ah you know you're gonna start contaminating yourselves or get hurt or hurt the other person it it's like a dangerous game that you're playing and especially since um you know we are people who have like a constant relationship with the lord we pray with our mouths we hear the lord's voice with our ears we see the word with our eyes you know like all these things that we do they're used to pray to worship to sing to hear um you know these are these are like doors that we use to glorify the Lord's name, but it won't be able to glorify the Lord's name if what we do every day is to constantly speak about our 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 brothers and sisters or hear or let all this information enter us. And then it just has like this big old block of like what God is trying to tell you, you can't because this whole block of everything that has been said to you or that you've heard, it's just like blocking you from like an intimate relationship with the Lord as well. You know, you know, hold on, hold on, man. I was going to tell you before we get, we move on because uh, I feel like you're going to move on to, to another verse. I was going to tell you guys that it's so crazy that God leaves, uh, just because uh, you guys were talking about, you know, the same, the, the same thing we've been speaking for a while that, that, you know, that corruption with the bad companies and, you know, what we do and how, what we let inside, right? Stunts our growth and what we do, uh, 
let you know whatever we listen to, right? Because that's that's the point of, of this whole thing, right? And it's crazy how even plants themselves, when you put them next to classical music, like soft music, they grow better. And plants, when you put rock and really loud music, what happens? They become, you know, deformed and they feel... So now my question is this. Aren't we a growing plant ourselves as well? So if we put ourselves next to speakers that are speaking incorrect things, then you are going to grow deformed. And I just want I want you guys to understand this because it's, it's a choice that we have. Even if we might uh, look like the party pooper, it's a choice that we do. Uh, you know, if I tell you, hey, as a nine-year-old, hey, can you lift a bunch of weight? Yeah, you probably can, but you shouldn't. Why? Because you're growing. Maybe you shouldn't be doing this because not what you should. It's not. It's not your time to do this. So I just want. I want to get that across just because uh, I think it's important for you to understand that listening is as important as saying it. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. So I just wanted to also add another verse that kind of goes with it, um, which is um, Romans one twenty nine to thirty two. And honestly, the whole one eighteen through thirty two is crazy. But I'm just gonna read one twenty nine thirty two. It says. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetous, covetousness. Sorry, I don't know if I'm pronouncing. What version right. are you reading? Um, this is ESV. Can we, can we switch to ERV so everybody can understand? Okay. Can you one second? I have, I have to find an ERV game. Okay. Um, you don't. You don't have it with you. <laughs> no, I have it. I have it. Um, I just have it like copy paste. Give me one second. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, go ahead. It's okay. Forgive you, Danny. <laughs> Um, no, I have it right here. Give me one second. Sorry. Never mind. I lied. I don't have it. Just read it. Just read it. I just read the wrong one. Yeah, it's, um, it says, um, malice, they are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, um, faithless, heartless, ruthless, though they know God's righteousness. Do they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die? They not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Mm-hmm. Right. So I also I wanted to like add on to Kathy because she was saying like um, like um, to be careful if you're the one person like who's like kind of like egging them on to do it. Like instead of being the one who's like saying, OK, maybe you should stop and being feared of being like the, the party pooper or being like the one who's like, oh, my gosh, this guy's no fun. Right. Um, and they stop hanging out with you. But. In reality, if you are the one egging them on to do it, you need to like be careful and watch yourself because it shows that. Uh, well, this whole part is like showing like how much God hates these people who do these things, and it's showing like the wrath of God, right? And it's showing. Uh, it even says, um, sorry, um, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator who is blessed forever, right? So it's just showing how like these are terrible things to do. So if you're the person who's like um approving like other people who are doing it like you might be you have to like kind of be careful because this verse kind of like starts to apply you start to be like oh my gosh like am i one of the people who who does that because these are people who god gave them up to their own like um sins and people who like um sorry i'm trying to look for the part where it says that um god gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done so god kind of like said like okay if you want to do it go ahead and do it right and that's kind of like showing like they're so separated from God that God's just like putting them aside and being like, okay, if you want to keep doing that, go ahead, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're the person who's like approving other people who wants to practice these things, then you have to be careful because then it also it will affect your relationship with God. So I just wanted to add that. You want something else? No, you're good. 
Honestly, Matt, that was pretty good. Though you said, I liked it a lot. And guys, we've uh, we've uh, reached uh, the end of our podcast. I was gonna tell you guys that I think I think the takeaway today is just watch what you listen to. You know, and I'm not even talking about music, but watch what you listen to. And if you are ever caught in a situation where you can't do anything about it, and you just gotta hear it, I think the first, the best thing to do is just do what God, what Jesus would do. You know, I think that's, that's so, you know, it's a little bit cringy. You know, what would Jesus do? But I think what Jesus would do is stand, stand up and be like, you know what? I think I don't think this is right. And, and, and move it along. You know what I mean? But I'm not forcing you. I'm not judging you. I'm just letting you know. I'm giving you advice of what you should do when gossip is around you. Uh, other than that, guys, God bless you guys. I hope this was a blessing to your guys' life. If it wasn't, I'm so sorry. If it is, glory to God. Uh, and guys, I'll see you guys every Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram every Wednesday at 4 p.m. We should be coming out live. And now we're on YouTube now with the hermanos right here on Zoom. So God bless you guys. Take care. And uh, see you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye.